We're here to inspire, inform, and connect entrepreneurs and high achievers. Welcome to Results Radio with the number one results coach in the country, Sean Shuchuk. Sean is as focused on your results as you are. Visit our website at www.yourresultsradio.com and take advantage of the free tips and gifts. Plus, get your copy of the best-selling results journal developed by the number one results coach in the country. With you in mind, it is the most powerful achievement tool used by high achievers today. Here is the host of Results Radio, Sean Shuchuk. Welcome to Results Radio. I am your host, Sean Chuchak. We are here to inspire, motivate, and connect. Every show we bring you the very best, the very best people from all around the world to help you grow, not just personally, but in your business and in your relationships. If you want to get there, this is the way. Listen to what these folks have to tell you and do this. Go to our website at yourresultsradio.com and get yourself a copy of the results journal. It was designed with you in mind to help you achieve your objectives, but to do it in less time. Collapsing timeframes, isn't that what it's all about? Our guests are incredible. And for those of you who listen to all of our shows, this is a really special one for me because the gentleman that is going to be joining us momentarily, uh, not only is he a good friend of mine, but he's also uh, one of our past clients. He is and has been uh, a part of the Change Results family for quite some time, probably three or four years now. And this guy does some really incredible stuff, not just in one area, but in a few. And I'm going to kind of put him on the hot seat and ask him some questions of how he got there and how he applied some of the skills and knowledge that not only came through coaching, but uh, came as a result of what his goals and objectives were. So uh, stay tuned, get your notepad out, get a pen out, and take some notes, because this is really important stuff. With me on the line today is the always incredible Mr. Grezchuk. How are you, sir? I'm doing very good. How are you today? Awesome. I'm awesome. Thank you so much for joining me, Jason. Uh, let me ask you a question. Uh, you're a successful guy. How old are you? Uh, I just turned 30 about uh, two months ago. Well, happy belated birthday, my friend. Um, you. Thank run you. Uh, a couple of businesses, which I know are definitely seven-figure businesses. Um, how did you build a, to a seven-figure business, or, or plural, businesses? How did you do that uh, by such a young age? Well, I think when we started working together, you were 26 or 27. That's right, yeah. Yeah, you know, I've, I've done a lot of reflection in the, in the last, like I very much have encapsulated the last 10 years for me, which are very transformative. And when I think back to how I grew it to where it was, there was, uh, if, I could, if I could make a mental picture for people, there was a lot of consistency mixed in between significant events, which usually were aligned with a mentor. So like if you picture consistency and then a, a, a ch- almost a paradigm shift about business and then more consistency and then a mentor and a paradigm shift about business and then more consistency. Um, I know that's very vague, but... Um, well, yeah, what do you mean by paradigm shift? So I'm sure there's a lot of folks in, in, our, in our listener base and our family right now, they're listening to this and going, paradigm, okay, I know what it is, but I'm certain there are some that don't. So what, what, is, what is a paradigm shift, at least to you? A paradigm shift to me is um, 
almost a, a realization of what you can do and what is possible. Um, so, for example, um, in 2014, my, uh, my business, my painting company, was uh, just coming into its first year as an incorporated business. For the two years before that, I was in the business school at the U of M, running my business part-time, um, using what I had learned in the past when I was a franchisee uh, for a student painting company. So I was operating in a student painting model, you know, and, uh, and in 2014, I hired a coach. And uh, for a different business, I was running in, in the real estate realm. And um, in that year, even though he wasn't coaching me in painting, my painting company grew by 300% because, um, you know, he got me thinking about what exactly I wanted to do with the business, right. specifically who are my customers, where are they, what are their problems? Like it's not that, I don't want to say it's not difficult, but like, you know, I joined and from there I joined a few key associations that connected me to clients who had problems I was able to solve and also were in line with my values because they could give me repeat business, you know, because I was on the way of building a, uh, the business as a product, something that would make money without me. So I'm like, I need to know these people consistently. I need to attract people into my company using, you know, a vision for the business and teach them relational ability so they can connect to my clients and serve them day after day after day after day after day. So something interesting you know, up until then... I'm sorry, I'm going to interrupt if I can be so bold because I think there's an important point here that I don't want to miss. Um, you said something about doing it without you. Can you expand on that just a little? Yeah, like, you know, I believe that uh, everyone has gifts and abilities and a certain talent and skill set, and they should be doing certain things that um, they're just basically born to do. And so as I've done business and done every part of the business, I realize that in order for me to get to the type of work and the type of tasks I like to do, I have to, I have to crush business. Like I have to go and do sales and, and you got to put that initial effort in. But while you're doing that, you know, it's helpful to keep your eyes peeled for the people that are around you right now who are good at what you aren't and you can compel them with a vision, have them join your team, obviously compensate them fairly in a way that's uh, motivating to them. And then that's a section of business that you kind of run on maintenance mode. You sort of check in on every now and then. That's, that's kind of how, what my brain thought of, is, is I, I kind of had a pursuit of tasks that I like to do, and I knew that I kind of had to suffer through some ones I didn't like for a while um, to attract the people who would love to do those things. Well, let me ask you this question. Um, you've got a, a seven-figure painting business. Uh, how much time do you put into that company? Uh, I'd say on a, on a weekly basis, uh, I attend a weekly meeting. That's two hours on Friday. Um, I, I do trade shows when they come up because I love meeting people, and that's what I'm good at. Um, I, I'm not the most knowledgeable in paint or the process, but... Uh, you know, I definitely understand people. So we'll do the yeah, trade show. Um, I still do have clients that, that come to me for, uh, for quotes and stuff like that just because we have a relationship. But I'd have to say probably about, I'd say 15 hours a week. 
So I just, just to clarify, for those folks that are listening to this and listening to this conversation right now, I want you to think about this. Here's an entrepreneur that we have the privilege to learn from today who has a seven-figure business where he's built it around, and this is a really important thing that most entrepreneurs fail to see, he's built it around uh, a freedom model for himself. So think about that for just a second. Here is, here is a, a prime opportunity for those of you listening right now to uh, reflect or do some introspection on what you're doing and really give some thought to uh, the freedom. Uh, have you got the freedom that you set out to? Most of us got into business to achieve that freedom. Freedom is defined as the ability to do, when Jason, you've heard this, as the ability to do what you want, when you want, and with mm-hmm. whom you want. Are you there? Yep. And I think that's an important thing. And I, 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 I asked you that question with intention, obviously. How do people, let's say I'm, a, I'm an entrepreneur today, and let's say that I am so buried. I'm working in my business, not on my business, which, by the way, is what you're doing, I believe. Um, how, how do I extricate myself from that? How do I get out of that, mm, I'm buried in the details, mired in the minutiae. How do I get out of that? Okay, so I'm going to... I'm going to approach this in as much of a logical order as I can, which I know you're going to laugh at me for, but how my brain works. Um, (laughs) uh, Okay, so if you're buried in work, um, you know, I learned a a lesson the hard way. And uh, this might sound really dry, but, and this, this is maybe concurrent or you do it at the same time, but this is the general order I would do. First things first is I'd look at your financial statements. I would want to know exactly how much money is going where. If your books aren't up to date and you can't, you're, you're not up to date on your taxes or your GST or you don't know how much money you're making, you don't know your labor percentages or material percentages or if you're in a – you need to know your numbers. Like you need to just know your numbers to actually make decisions. Um, so that's the first thing. Um, second thing is uh, obviously you have to accept what you see and, uh, and, and make some changes, but you have to think about, you have to set a goal, right? You have to kind of have an, an, a number in mind that will allow you to afford positions that will give you that freedom. Uh, and then you have to basically ask, like, what are you in the business to do? What, what problems are you actually solving? And then you have to basically show up where people with those problems are, are experiencing that pain and tell a story, make a point, and be memorable. So I'm mixing a lot of lessons in here. Like that's obviously marketing, a uh, bit about goal setting. And one of the things as well, as, so as you're out there hustling sales and you're believing in what solution you're giving and people are coming in the door and they're buying from you, you know, then, then at that point, you know, in the non-work hours, like you're sort of whenever you get home from actual work to, you know, that evening time, you got to strengthen your vision. Like you have to, you have to have a strong vision for what you're doing because that same vision is going to compel other people to want to work with you. Like, I don't, I don't know the stats of how many by that, please. Like a strong vision. You mean, well, you said it, you said to improve or strengthen your vision. What, what do you mean by that? I mean, there has to be something greater than the money or your own success. And it has to be genuine. Otherwise you will be found out or you will burn out. It has to be something that's actually meaningful to you that, that you feel you can accomplish through business. Because I think I honestly think business and entrepreneurship is, uh, is the way to make, not the way, but a, a gift to make real change. 
And so you have to really look at what change do I want to make and how can I use my skill set and my company to live that on purpose. And, and obviously you have to work on your communication ability to, to, you know, tell people this is why we're doing this. This is why this is important. So what change do you bring about through your painting company, Jason? You know what? It's um, one of the things I'm most proud of is, and one of the things, yes, we have to work on. We're not perfect at it. We are growing massively every year. So, but one of the things I'm, I'm very proud of is our culture. And really what I'm after is uh, to set an example for people about uh, management, like a management style and a culture. So like, for example, I acknowledge that, Yes, on paper, I have people that work for me. You know, they're employees. But I acknowledge them as people, as individuals. And every six months, I sit down with them, and I acknowledge a few things. I I thank them that they don't have to work for me and that I'm very appreciative for what they do. And I tell them specifically what it is that I'm very impressed with, and I tell them specifically the gifts I see in them, and I ask them how they feel about that. Um, And the whole aura around the conversation is that I really want to get them to tell me, like, what do you want? Like, actually, and it can span business, it can span personal, like, anything, because I believe in creativity. And I want the people that are working with me to, you know, really see that, hey, I'll invest in you fearlessly, even if that means losing you. Um, Because the mission I'm on is to, you know, create a a culture of business where, and we'll we'll span different businesses in time. That's, That's a different story. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I want to combine uh, an extreme level of skill with uh, what I call sort of an irrational love for people. You know, it's... Um, I like that. Well put. It's not one or the other, because I think there's many ways to succeed. And by succeed, I mean accumulate numbers and money and, you know, all these things. But, you know, what I what I am very motivated by is that um, you don't lose yourself in the process. You don't start seeing things and everything as numbers. Um, because, um, you know, I have so much respect for people that can have it all. You know what I mean? What does that mean, have it all? So, like, um, you know, they, they understand that money's a tool. They understand that, you know, it, it, it's not actually theirs. Do you think but we, it has we, a great... Do you think we have, there's misconceptions on money then, based on that statement? I, I mean, I can't... I'm on my own journey, and, and I'm learning every day, but I can't speak for people. But, you know, when you look at... Um, some of the headlines and what's going on in the world, you know, yeah, people, people, they really bend over backwards for, for money. It's, it, it is their decision-making criteria, which, you know, sorry, the t- sometimes it can be the top, which uh, I think, I think can be dangerous. Do you think that uh, the people you work with, uh, whether they're part of your team working, you know, as employees, you mentioned a minute ago, or the people you associate with, you hang out with, you interact with, do you think that has any kind of uh, an influence on your results? Oh, a thousand times, yes. Yeah, I I know there's many sayings about, you know, if you hang around with dogs, you're going to get fleas or, uh, you know, there's, there's all kinds of cheeky things like that, but it's very true. Like you can't, you can't, uh, you can't trick yourself. You can't deceive yourself. Like if you're exposed to something through what you say, what you see and what you're speaking, that is having an effect on you. That is having an effect on how you see the world. So it's like, you don't even have really a choice over it. So the sooner you accept that, the sooner you can, you know, be intentional about um, your life. 
as a whole. Does that does that mean I should just abandon friends and family that I currently have if I don't? No, have their, no, their not at congruent. No, not at all. Because like, you know, one of the you know I wrote a a company culture book for our business that we we spend time with and you know kick these ideas around. And one of the one of the values in there is uh, you know give grace, receive grace. And basically, what that means is like, I don't think anyone ever, since the start of time, has woken up and said, "I want to have a, a messed up life." You know, uh, and my life's messed up too, but you know, in ways. But um, uh, everyone out there is always trying to do the best they can with what they know, and, and what they've, you know, allowed into their own life. And uh, so, you have to recognize that, and you have to know that they're doing their best. Like, no matter what facade they put up and everything else, like, they're watching you. They see things in you. They want it. They're not quite sure how to get it. But um, you, have to, you have to love them still, you know. Just might not very, be uh, very the most exposure. Very true. This is Results Radio. I am your host, Sean Chuchuk, and today we are having a really incredible conversation, actually, with Jason Greschuk. Jason is one of the most uh, incredible guys that I know that I've had the privilege to work with. Uh, and he's built uh, not just one business, but multiple businesses where he is he's hands-off in, in a lot of ways. We're going to take a break. Uh, we're going to take about 60 seconds. Please have a listen. Uh, these are the folks that allow us to bring this show to you very regularly with some of the most incredible people there are. Stay with us. We'll be back in 60 seconds. What would being a best-selling author do for you and your business? Massive credibility, your brand launchpad, celebrity. Over two-thirds of Americans want to write a book. Get yours published now and distribute it around the world. More exposure means more prospects. More prospects means more clients. Even better, you don't have to do it all alone. You've got the leading publishing and marketing team doing it with you. At Results Press, it's easier than you dreamed. Visit us today at theresultspress.com. You and I know you're ready for more, for the freedom that you were promised when you decided to become an entrepreneur. Sean Shuchuk is the number one results coach in the country, and he wants to work with you, but only if you want to achieve real and lasting results. If you want five times or 10 times your income, and to do it fast, if you want that six or seven figure income, visit changeyourresults.com now. Send Sean a message and say, I want real freedom. I want to invest in myself and work with you. Welcome back to Results Radio. I am your host, Sean Chuchuk, and today we are visiting with Jason Gresjug. Jason, let me ask you a question. You talked about mentorship and you talked about uh, mm-hmm. coaching and all this stuff a few minutes ago. Um, I have a question for you. Do you think that coaching is a, a component, a major component of where, why you are where you are today? Yeah, I, and, and it's just the truth. Like, it, it is. It, it 100% is. Cause, and this is one of the lessons I clearly wrote in, in, uh, you know, in some reflection, is that you know, <laughs> numbers don't lie. Um, and when I look back at years of my life where I wasn't receiving any coaching or constant input from someone, they were just, I, I, I wasn't uh, achieving what I wanted to business-wise, health-wise, you know, I was wasting a lot of time with thoughts and ideas that, you know, were, were not serving me. So it's <laughs> not only do I feel it intuitively, but numbers say, like, I need it. Is there a difference between, in your mind, is there a difference between coaching and mentorship? 
You know, I, I feel like coaching to me sort of implies maybe a business connection. Like you're, you're actually hiring someone to move you towards a specific goal that you guys work out together. Mentorship to me almost seems like someone who uh, maybe takes, um, you know, a full life picture on things and uh, you, can, you can just bounce ideas off them and they can kind of speak right. into your life. Right. Do you think that uh, there are a lot of people out there that could be in a different place today if they would embrace the, the idea that, I don't know, we, we don't know everything. You know, we've been taught, a lot of us have been taught and conditioned that, that, you know, we shouldn't be open or we shouldn't be vulnerable or we should be able to bear the, bear the burden of whatever it takes to get where we want to go. Um, but I have found in my own personal life and having had, you know, and you and I have had this conversation before, having had numerous coaches and even at one, at one point in time having three and four coaches, um, I wouldn't be today where I am without that. Do you think there are people out there today if they let go of the, the, the old conditioning paradigm that I have to do it all myself, sometimes known as entrepreneur syndrome, that they could grow uh, in a different direction and do it faster? And become more successful yeah yeah it, you know it's it's like you can't um, I'm trying to think of an analogy on the spot here but yeah you have to you, you need a new house to house new ideas well put. Uh, but the good news is is like through that process if you do it right you you basically can go through the process and see just how much value you have like when you reflect on your life and you see you know uh, you know you accept some maybe some misbeliefs that made you make some mistakes but you know what you know now, like you can take the good and be like, I know this, I own this. And you can't fully appreciate that about yourself unless you, you know, forgive yourself for the other stuff that, you know, uh, so you don't label it as you, you know, it's like, you know, this is, I'm a failure. I did this wrong. You know, uh, I can't do this anymore because of this. You know, it's like, you you have to make that, oh, (laughs) yes, I have. I've failed in many, many ways. So what do you, yeah, 100%. What, do you do with, what do you do when you fail? I think first of all, and this is really the start of all growth. First of all, is you have to take responsibility for your life. And that means like, usually when things go wrong, you know, it's not always your fault. You know, you, you're, you're doing some good things. You're maybe misguided in some beliefs on some other things. Um, so there's good and bad to draw from everything. Um, you know what? You have to forgive me. I forgot what question you asked. <laughs> that, that's okay. I asked if you've ever failed, and what you do yeah, when you I, do. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, um, I go through that process where I realize what I've learned, and like I said in that core value in that culture book, I give myself grace. You know, I, I sort of uh, accept that. You know, I just didn't know what I didn't know. And I think I think I think that's an epidemic. I think people really are way too hard on themselves, and they compete with other people way too much, and they they don't see value in themselves because they're holding they're sitting on a gold mine, and they just they just think their solutions aren't something people need, or they're somehow not worthy to speak. Very interesting. I like how uh, how you put that. Um, let me ask you a question um, uh, surrounding what you're talking about. If you're faced with failure, ultimately uh, a failure comes from, comes from a decision or decisions we've made in most cases. Now, you're right. We can't control everything, but most of the time. Do we embrace failure? Do we run from failure? What do we do 
when, and let's be clear, all of us, I don't care who you are, at some point in time in your life has failed. You know, someone asked me this question, I was speaking at an event two or three weeks ago, and they said, Sean, have you ever failed? And I said, you know, I've failed, and, I, and I've, I've made poor decisions, and I've probably lost more money than, you know, I said to this person, than you've ever made. And that's not meant to sound off, that's just a reality. Mm-hmm. If you play big, your mistakes are going to be at a different level, too. Yeah. What do we do when we face that? Okay, this is like... Um this can be a huge turning point in life. Like you can go off the rails, you know, down in a bad way or in a very good way. Like I said earlier, one of the first things you have to do is you have to accept responsibility that even if you maybe don't understand right now, you made the choice and it has consequences. But at the end of the day, that, that's, that's the first thing is you, you have to take responsibility for your life. You know, I had a train of thought and I'm, I'm, I'm losing it right now. Well, let me, let me, let me, let me rephrase this. You, you go out and you decide you're going to do something in one of your businesses and you make a decision and that decision ends up perhaps not necessarily being the wrong one, but doesn't necessarily bring you the results you want. Maybe, maybe it's headed in the other direction. What do you do with that experience? A lot of people, when they're faced with failure, uh, they run. And I'll share with you, I guess, my thoughts. When you're faced with failure, you should embrace it. Um, I'm not mm-hmm. saying to seek out failure, but embrace failure because it is a learning experience. It is your tuition because you're not mm-hmm. going to go make that mistake again. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know what? And you just made me think of something that I temporarily forgot. But like, I'll, I'll say this. When I first started as a franchisee when I was 21, I, I, I had no security rope. Like I dropped out of school. Um, I, I was trying to make money for my family because uh, – you know, we were in debt because my dad passed away a few years before that. And it was just like, it was a mess. Like, and I just, I remember going cold calling that in itself. Like if you've never done that, you should do it because I went and knocked on doors. I knocked on thousands of doors. And if you call failure, someone saying no, then I failed like thousands of times, but I also succeeded and set records for the company. So it's like, you know, it's a muscle. And, and I know it feels hard. I know when you're sitting there and you've just failed, you're like, this is terrible. This feels bad. But it's like you have to have courage because if you do, in that decision point, you have courage and you confront what you have to confront and you accept responsibility and you're very honest with yourself, you just flexed your muscle. It just got stronger. You know, um, and, and that's why you need sometimes the support around you because if you're not strong enough, you need someone to tell you it's actually true which is like, yeah, you, you may have failed, but you have to embrace what you learned. What did you learn? What, what not to do? What to do? So it's, you could go off the rails and make the, you could take that failure and own it and just shrink a little inside. Yep. Um, or, or, you could, or you could basically flex that muscle, have some faith, and, um, and learn something. And just grow stronger. Like it's- I, I, I agree with you. We're going to shift gears a little bit here. You do some coaching as well. Um, tell me mm-hmm. something. Why do you do coaching? I, th- I think it's because um, I just see the need. Like when people, when people say things, that's a window into everything. So when people say things, you know, it's like there's beliefs behind those words. Right. And um, I can't, I can't, uh, you know, as a good friend, I, I can't let them do that. Like I don't force things on them, but I live as an example for one. 
and then uh, give them appreciation and respect. So if they want to talk to me about something, then they will, you know, but otherwise um, uh, I just see the needs. So, you know, why well, not help people? I, I, I like that. Well, I, I like that. A lot. I think, I think that's, that's, that's a, re- a big reason that a lot of people talk about doing something is because they see a need, but don't always take the action steps. Um, mm-hmm. Let me ask you this is, is coaching, um, if there's people listening right now, they know what I do and they know that, you know, you're, you're this serial entrepreneur who's built successful businesses and you do coaching. Why is coaching important in your eyes if, not from your perspective, Jason, but from somebody who's listening right now thinking to themselves, yeah, can, can they really help me? What would you say to that person? First of all, like, if they're, if they're considering hiring a coach and they're wondering, would this actually help me? I mean, um, you know, I, there's not many n- new businesses under the sun. Well, I shouldn't say that there are, but there's a lot of similar principles. And, and bottom line, if someone has what you want, you should listen very carefully to what they have to say. And if they're offering you something, you should very carefully consider the cost, time and money, and um, you know, don't discount coaching. Right. Because like, if they have what you want, you know, it's kind of like you're looking at the answer right there. You know? So uh, budget for it and, uh, and find someone you gel with. Uh, similar values, obviously. And uh, if they have results, like results don't lie. Awesome. Well, uh, I'm going to do this. Uh, people are interested in you, um, and I'm, we're going to talk about that in a second. But um, I want to one tidbit, one thing that our listeners can take away from this that um, that they can go and implement right now. Something that they can't see. A lot of people hear stuff, and it's great, but implementation mm-hmm. is the key. So what, when, when, when we end this conversation, the show comes to a close today, what is one golden nugget that they can take away and implement and start to see results from? You know what? Uh, I went through this process myself, very helpful for me. And again, I want to say many, but I'm going to pick one. Um, I, I, I went through a process, what I call the entrepreneurial timeline. And uh, what I did in that process is I basically you know, from the moment I actually started taking responsibility for my life, uh, almost out of, you know, necessity when my dad passed away when I was 18, I, I, I recollected everything I had done. And I wrote down how old I was, um, who had an influence in my life at the time, the lesson I learned, and then, a, you know, a half a page description of, you know, what I had actually, the truth I had found in that situation. And I did this not as a way to beat myself up. It's very important to not do that because you can look in your past and be like, oh, you know, I really failed. Um, But the whole goal is to see how valuable you are. And you have to go through and put the age down, put the mentors down. What happened? What did you do? What were your choices? What do you know now? What, you know, what actually happened there? You know, obviously when you take accountability for, you know, your, your choices, you'll find, you'll find, um, you know, what you now know and you own. I, I call it basically doing this process allows you to take the territory and not give it back. 
Well put. I like that a lot. Well put. Let me ask you this question. Um, if people want to get a hold of you and you've inspired them and motivated them and they want to ask you questions, how can they find you? How can they reach out to you? You know what? The best would be, um, I'm sure they have my first and last name. They can add me on Facebook, send me a private message there. Uh, I don't know if I give out my email on the show or what, what goes on with that. Um, but, well, uh, Facebook is fine. Twitter is fine. Whatever works, whatever you're comfortable with, my friend. Okay, yeah. I, I would say uh, send me a message on Facebook. Tell me where you... Tell me you are a listener on the show and tell me what exactly I said that was helpful to you and we'll just start a conversation. Thank you very much, my friend. I appreciate you being on the show today. It's been an honor and a privilege to have the conversation to chat with you again, as always, when we get to talk. Um, this is Results Radio. I am your host, Sean Chuchak. And as you know, every two weeks, we bring you the very best in business, life, career, relationships, and how you can get there in collapsed timeframes while doing it. Visit our website at yourresultsradio.com. Get yourself a copy of The Results Journal. I'll see you next time on the next show. Until then, have an incredible day, everybody. Thank you for joining us today on Results Radio. Every show, we bring you the very best guests that share with you their experiences and expertise. Do whatever you have to do to join us for our next show. And visit us today at yourresultsradio.com. While you're there, get your copy of the Results Journal.